You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, May 3rd, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. And use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, this is Nash Walker, writer at Twins Daily, lifelong Twins fan, bringing you five days a week coverage Monday through Friday on your favorite baseball team. There's a lot to get to today. It was a busy weekend for the Twins. Uh, we broke down Friday's game, but uh, Saturday and Sunday we have not talked about, and then we'll talk about this win tonight. But overall, a really nice weekend for the Twins. Saturday was a bit of a clunker. Matt Shoemaker was bad. I do think there's a lot to get to in terms of next steps with the rotation, with the bullpen, with those two things specifically, and what the Twins uh, or what we should expect from the Twins, maybe what the Twins should be doing. So we'll talk about that after we get to these games. But, yeah, Saturday was a clunker after a nice win Friday. Uh, Alex Kirloff hits another home run Saturday. He's just been fantastic since the 0 for 15 start, hitting everything hard, going the opposite way, hitting left-handed pitching. Every box that you want Alex Kirloff to check here in his first like two weeks with the team, he is checking. Every single question, can he hit left-handed pitching? Check. Can he go the other way? Check. Can he go the other way with power? Check. Can he pull the ball hard? Check. Hit a monstrous home run Sunday. Uh, into the bleachers up there in right field, like Tommy territory. Uh, this kid, he he does it all at the plate. He's a heck of a hitter. He's played a great first base. I mean, at this point, I felt this way. That's why we talked about him so much this offseason. I talked about Alex Kirilov, it felt like, almost every day, and rightly so because the impact that he's had and the impact that you're seeing is why the Twins are so high on him and why I was so high on him and why everyone was so high on Alex Kirilov is because he is an advanced bat. He's 23 years old. But he doesn't look the part. I mean, he looks like he's been in the big leagues for, geez, a decade. Like, he legitimately at the plate is so calm and collected. And just as a person, I think as a person, to be as collected as he is, I think that benefits him a lot. You know, for someone like me who's a little more wound up, like, I get excited, I'm fired up, like, I'm more of a, a roller coaster uh, at times. I would, I think it would take me a while if I was getting into the big leagues to like be comfortable and, and AK just likes, he looks like he's, he's been there forever. Like he's just, the twins are slotting him into the middle of the order, hitting him fifth every day. And he's a mainstay. And I thought right when he got called up and the service time games were over, I thought right then. And I said it on this show, I said, he's, he's going to stay in this lineup for the next five, six years, you know, until he's a, a free agent, he's going to be in the middle of the order for the twins every single day and again can hit left-handed pitching too which is a great thing to see uh, there's a there's a lot of things that the twins are gonna have to get to here in the next couple of days uh, decisions that are gonna have to be made and that it's part of that comes back to Saturday and Matt Shoemaker who you know started the year really well he pitched great in Detroit but Detroit's offense is historically bad like historically bad and Shoe was good against Seattle until he just unraveled in the fifth inning like just oh my goodness was horrible and then since then it's been a struggle for him I think there's been some bad luck in behind him but you know Saturday he got blasted worst start of his career and he said that he said I think it might have been my worst start of my career and, and it was um you know I know Gleeman had a stat based on his game score as the worst start of his career and now his, his ERA is in the sevens like he's a fifth starter anyway that you signed for two million dollars the twins have now moved Randy Dobnak back to the alternate site, which will soon be the St. Paul Saints, who we're going to be covering a lot on this podcast, or I'll talk about the prospects a lot and who you can expect to see for the Twins. 
based on how they do. But twinsdaily.com every Sunday, I'll have a minor league report. We have those all week. So, you know, stay up to date on all the Twins affiliates as they get underway Tuesday. Very exciting. St. Paul Saints. Andrew Albers, is the opening day starter for the Saints. Uh, tough news. Yuan Duran and Jordan Balazowicz doesn't sound like they're going to start the season healthy. Uh, both of them, I think both of them had some tightness in the back or trape- trapezius tightness or whatever. Um, but hope to see the Twins' top two pitching prospects very, very soon. Trevor Larnick, Brent Rooker, Ryan Jeffers all going to be in St. Paul. And the Saints, I'm sure, will love that middle of the order. Uh, that'll be great. But in other injury news as well, like there's so much that happened, especially today. Luis Robert, the Chicago White Sox, great, talented center fielder who does so much for them. I would say is their best defender. Won the gold glove last year in center field. I would argue that Buxton should have, but Robert played more games. And is probably their third best hitter behind Eloy Jimenez, who's already out for the year, and Jose Abreu. And Tim Anderson's a great hitter, but just in terms of like raw power, Robert's probably their third best power hitter and was having a really good year at the plate. He has um, torn his hip flexor, and he is out for the next 12 to 16 weeks. No baseball activity for the next 12 to 16 weeks. This is a huge loss for a team that already has very little outfield depth. They're going to have a lot of Billy Hamilton out there. A lot of Larry Garcia, and this is not insignificant for the American League Central. I think uh, it sucks to see Robert go down. He's such a great talent. He's going to he's gonna be a, a task in the American League Central for many years to come. But for the White Sox to lose Jimenez and Robert is is just huge for them. That's Those are huge blows to a team that has World Series aspirations. We'll see how they respond. Right now, you know, we're just focused on the Twins playing better. They get off to that horrible start. They've won four out of their last five. That one stinker in between Saturday where Shoemaker wasn't good. And Danny Duffy, who's been great all year, shut them down. But four out of five, looking good. You know, Sunday they bounce back nicely. That's what I'm looking for from this team is, uh, you know, you have those stinkers. But what we've seen early on is, like, they haven't bounced back from those. They won't come back the next day. They did on Sunday. I expected them to against Brad Keller. And Kirloff had a great day again um, on Sunday. But, Four home runs for him in the series. I mean, he's been the headliner, but so many other guys are contributing right now. Donaldson was great at third base tonight. We'll talk about tonight's game. Um, but just just awesome stuff all around, I would say, for the most part, from the Twins. Bullpen still shaky, too, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on because the bullpen eventually, like, it's going to come back to bite him again. The offense has been so good. You know, the, the offense is just knocking the cover off the ball, putting runs on the board, even when they don't hit home runs like tonight. And that lineup is way deeper than we've seen in the last couple of weeks. But that bullpen, it's gonna they're going to have to find out what to do with that bullpen. We'll talk about that later on, but let's, uh, let's break down this game after this word from BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline's your online sportsbook experts. With Major League Baseball, there's action every single day. Use that promo code locked on. You'll get 50% off on your first deposit or 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Excuse me. Thank you, Bet Online, for sponsoring Locked On and for sponsoring Locked On Twins. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert, the fastest and easiest way. Use promo code Locked On. So, Twins win 6 5 tonight. 
this game was closer than it should have been. The Twins were up six uh, or five nothing in this game and ended up getting an insurance run on a Jorge Polanco double. Polo had a great game, hit a triple. You know, the thing with Jorge Polanco, and I wrote about this before the season, I was expecting a resurgent season from Jorge Polanco, but what I meant by resurgent was doing what he's done in the last handful of games and in, I'd say the last week plus is just hitting, you know, taking good at-bats, walking, you know, 10% walk rate, would love to see him in that range, and then hitting with two outs and driving in runs eventually like, from the middle of the lineup. I'm not asking him to be first half 2019 Jorge Polanco, but he needs to contribute because he's their second baseman. You know, he's he's been defensively really solid there, and as a switch hitter, hitting fifth or sixth, he can have a lot of value. And I know Dick Framer talked about it too on the broadcast. Like, this is a really important guy to the lineup. I think there's like two or three guys on this on this roster that can impact the upside of it. Like, you feel really good about certain bats in this lineup. You feel great about Nelly, of course, and Donaldson and Buxton. Like, you feel good about those guys. I even feel really solid about Kirilov, even though we've only seen a handful of at-bats. But there's guys in there like Polanco, like Garver, that were the difference, like Kepler, that were the difference in 2019 between a good offense and a great offense. And Jorge Polanco can be part of that. He can be part of the Twins turning this around. He was tonight, double, triple. Uh, that triple, that ball just, I mean, he got lucky on that. But just putting the ball in play, you know, he does a good job of that. And Lavelli Neal always always tweets about Polanco taking good at-bats. I agree. Like, I like having Polanco at the dish. And what part of what made him so good in 2019 is he did take really good at-bats, and he walked, and then when he would get pitches to hit, he would just lace them, especially from the left side. He's a great left-handed hitter, has been in his career. Uh, and I still think that he's working through the ankle and trying to figure out the best way to swing. I know last year, I think he probably, I know it's been it's been speculated, but it makes a lot of sense that he he built habits last year with that ankle swinging from the left side. And he's kind of carried that into this year as more contact than he is driving the ball. A lot of, a lot of ground balls. You know, I know uh, Aaron and John mentioned at one point that he looked like he was trying to be Luis Arise last year, and he just doesn't have the contact skills of Luis Arise. He doesn't have that line drive skill of Luis Arise. And, and speaking of Luis Arise tonight, uh, just a gritty play. Coming home, ends up touching the home plate. If you missed it, there was a huge collision at home with Trevino, the catcher on a Donaldson double down the line. It ended up being a huge run. The Twins are only up one nothing. Dane Dunning who was traded for Lance Lynn from Chicago in the offseason, started for Texas. I really like Dane Dunning. I think um, the Sox let one get away there, and they didn't let like an ace get away, but sinker slider, he's going to get a lot of outs at the major league level. I was impressed by him last year with the White Sox in his rookie season, and he pitched really well tonight. You know, they're, they're really conservative with his innings and how much work he gets, but I thought he pitched twin hitters really well. A lot of ground balls, that's what you're going to get with him. Uh, he's kind of like Randy Dobnak in a way, you know, sinker slider, good stuff, great command. Uh, and, and I think he's going to be a good pitcher for the Rangers and he pitched well tonight. And that Donaldson double was huge to rip that thing down the line. And Louis scored from first that play got reviewed, ended up being a huge run, but you know, the Rangers kind of shot themselves in the foot all night. The, the Rangers are a bad baseball team. Like I, I think Chris Woodward, their manager, bats uh, Nate Lowe and Joey Gallo back to back two lefties, which I think is, is kind of absurd. And, you know, for reasons that the Twins took advantage of tonight, bringing in Theobar. And it didn't work out for them, but just the process of that I don't love. I, Rocco would never do that. I'm not saying Rocco never makes mistakes, but I think that's that's against conventional wisdom. And it's just part of the equation of why I don't think Texas is trying to win baseball games. Their defense was bad tonight. Gallo ripped a ball from right field over the Isaiah kind of head. I think it was at third and uh, Kirloff ended up scoring the first run of the game and he had no business scoring on that play. 
a routine fly to right field and Kirloff was at second tagging from second but he did and the Rangers if they're going to hand you like if bad teams are going to hand you wins you got to take them and I thought the Twins did tonight it got shaky it did but I thought the offense did just enough and what we've seen especially over this last uh, five game stretch and, and four out of those five games is the Twins tacking on runs late you know, we saw so much in 2020, them getting these early leads like they did tonight, one nothing, 2 nothing. But what they've done is turn that 2 into 4 and two, turn that 4 into 6. And that they just didn't do that last year. And way too often they were in these nail-biter games and relied on their bullpen. And the bullpen was great last year. But they don't have the luxury of doing that this year. And, I, I didn't, you know, you can't expect that over 162. They got away with it in a 60-game season, the offense being like the 10th best unit in the American League because their bullpen was so deep and so good in the rotation. And Maeda was phenomenal and, you know, this, that, and the other. But they can't afford to do that this year, clearly not with this bullpen that they have right now. And so they need to tack on runs. And this is an offense that there's no excuse on why they shouldn't. It's a very deep lineup. I mean, you look at it from one through five now. And you got to rise Donaldson, Cruz, Buxton, and Kirloff. I mean, that's that's a tough one through five. And then the back half of it, like, that'll be the difference. But Simba, uh, Andrelton Simmons coming in there as a good contact hitter. He's going to give you some pop. You saw it on Sunday with a two-run homer to get things started. But the Twins this year are more dynamic offensively because they have guys that are more contact-oriented. Alex Kirloff might, you know, he's, he might be striking out a little bit and hitting big, long home runs. But this guy is not like he wasn't brought up as a, a three-true outcome slugger. You know, this is a guy who's gap-to-gap, line-drive, you know, contact hitter in the minor leagues just a great pure hitter and his upside was what's the power going to be but what you've seen is that power um and you see him going oppo too and you see him going down the line you see him going all over the field with line drives but he wasn't brought up as this power bat and so you infuse him in and Droughton gets infused in who's a pure contact hitter you know they have these guys who can make contact Polanco Kepler certainly you know, it's it's less of an all-or-nothing lineup than it was with Jonathan Scope, C.J. Crone, Jason Castro. And the main criticism of that team and the team last year, too, is it's it's these all-or-nothing home run hitters. And, like, Rosario falls in that a little bit more, but Eddie was a contact hitter somewhat, too. And I understand that, but I think this lineup is so much less of that now with the rise Donaldson, Cruz, uh, Kirilov, Buxton. I mean, you still have some of that, and that's okay because that's where they get their power from. But I think this lineup is a lot more dynamic, and you're seeing that, and you've seen it in four out of the last five games. Uh, after this word from Bill Bart, let's talk about the bullpen and what the Twins should do moving forward to kind of solve this issue. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar has 12 original flavors, but they've added six new flavors as well. And these improved Built Bars are even deliciouser. Plus, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, full of protein, full of fiber, and great for a keto diet. And the peanut butter bar, only 5 grams of net carbs for a type 1 diabetic like me. That is huge. Plus, right now, Bilt Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. So, listen closely. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. If you go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you also get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. My favorite flavors include the coconut almond, the peanut butter, the banana bread. Use promo code LOCKED15 at BiltBar.com. 
Twins bullpen's been really bad. And and the one guy who's been exempt from that, and I think even on that basis it was shaky, was Taylor Rogers. And, um, you know, tonight he gave up a, a home run to Joey Gallo, a two-run home run in the ninth inning in a save situation. And, you know, all of a sudden everyone looks bad in the bullpen. There's, like, not one name and one guy who hasn't gotten knocked up a little bit this year. Uh, you know, I think it's time. I, I certainly agree with the masses on Twitter. This is a very easy month for the Twins just in terms of projected win totals of their opponents. And people roll their eyes when I say that, but it's it's true. You know, they're, they're going to get these teams like the Rangers who are going to want to hand them wins. But you can't. They were very close to giving that game away tonight, and you just can't do that, Like especially when you dug yourself a hole of 7-15, well, and 15, a horrible record that they had. Um, and now they've kind of gotten themselves back up to close to water level now, 11 and 16. They're, they're a lot closer to 500 than they were a week ago. You can't give away games like that. And they were in danger of doing that tonight. You know, my, my one silver lining with this is I remember the first half of 2019 when the bullpen was bad with Harper and Parker and all those guys, and they found a way, you know, but they just don't have the luxury. And I agree with that sentiment to uh, see what they have, if that makes sense. And Brandon Waddell comes up today. Uh, in place of Randy Dominic, who got sent down, who I think they're going to stretch out, it sounds like, to take maybe the fifth spot in the rotation. And the rotation's a whole nother thing. I thought Kento was a lot better tonight, um, working through command issues. And, and Jose's working through command stuff, too. You know, I think they're both battling, and it's good that the Twins could win both of their starts when they're not the sharpest. And hopefully Kenta can be more consistent out of the gate next time out, and I have confidence in that. But the numbers look really good for him. Five and a third, eight strikeouts, no earned runs. It wasn't as pretty as it looked, but we'll take it from Kenta. And Jose kind of just unraveled Sunday in an inning. But luckily, the Twins' offense has made up for it. And the Twins' offense has made up for a bad bullpen, too, frankly. I do think that it's time to make a hard push for Shane Green, who was a really good right-handed reliever for Atlanta last year and Detroit the year before. Um, still a free agent, still on the market. I think he makes a ton of sense for the Twins. I, I agree that, especially now, you have the White Sox not as good today as they were yesterday. When you have the Royals off to a really good start, you kind of have this muddy division. Like you got to take advantage of this this schedule right now and not put yourself in any position to lose games with the bullpen. Tyler Duffy looks bad. You know, looked bad again tonight. Was hanging curveballs. Rogers, I mentioned, gives up that two run homer to Gallo, and outside of that, he's been he's been really good. But you just it's hard to really trust anyone in this bullpen right now. I have like eighty percent trust in Rogers, but I would say in twenty nineteen, I had like ninety nine percent trust in Taylor Rogers and. Um, his is regressed. Duffy's regressed, certainly. Colomay's, like, not even in the picture right now. I think he's closer to a DFA than he is closing a game right now for the Twins, um, which I think is right. I think they need to make a move for someone like Shane Green or see if you can uh, pry someone like Richard Rodriguez away from the Pirates. I know it's so early for that, and teams will be hesitant uh, in May to do that. But see what you can do because I, I do think that this is a time where the Twins can't afford to give away these wins. And I do have trust, and I had trust all offseason, and I'm not abandoning that trust in Wes Johnson and the Twins to put together a good bullpen, but it's just not its not giving you what you want right now, and they've blown too many games for you to, to have trust really in anyone. Um, the bullpen's been bad, and it's time for it to get better. And, you know, some guys need to step up. Duffy needs to step up and be better. Rodgers needs to be more consistent. He came in tonight with 9-plus, uh, 11 strikeouts, 0 earned. But, you know, just – less hard contact you know part of of Rogers line too is Matt Olson ripped a liner to the gap that Buxton saved his butt on so I kind of come back to that too when I look at Rogers line like it's almost a, a paper tiger line in a way I mean he's given up some hard contact too guys got to step up be better especially when you know it's it doesn't make sense to me like if you're just gonna let it ride when your biggest offseason 
signing in the bullpen was Alex Colomay. And Colomay is, is not even usable, even in like lower leverage spots, really, right now. Uh, so that means that you have a hole, right? And they might say our, our hole is going to be filled by Sean Anderson or Derek Law or someone over in St. Paul, but they're just getting started now, and the Twins are playing games every day. And I my leash is very short with this bullpen where I'm just going to let them, you know, where I'm not going to criticize them for not going out and getting someone or trying to improve this bullpen right now because there's someone sitting on the market right now um, that you can go get and try to improve this team. They chose not to invest a lot in this bullpen, and I was okay with that. But now that you've seen Alex Colomay, Hansel Robles is pretty wild. I mean, he's been he gets it done once in a while, but he's pretty wild too. I mean, you've seen your offseason additions, and then the guys you had in place are shaky. And, uh, you know, you can't just sit there and watch, it would be my argument. I mean, the bullpen has been bad, and the offense is not going to score 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13 runs every day. It's just not, it's not feasible, especially when the Twins, like, have the White Sox next week. Um, they got Oakland next week. They got the Angels. Like they, they got a tough stretch after this little week with the Rangers and Tigers. And you can get by the Rangers and Tigers uh, with a shaky bullpen, but they've been exposed already. It's not like they're like getting by. I mean, they got exposed. This bullpen's been exposed over and over again. So I think there needs to be something done there. Uh, rotation, I think they can do stuff too. Like I think Shoemaker's leash is one or two more starts, honestly. What do you have invested? Like part of why you sign these guys to one-year deals is because you don't you don't have a, an investment to them. Like you don't owe them anything really. I mean, you paid them $2 million to come in and be your fifth starter, but to be an effective fifth starter, like this is a team that's trying to win the division, trying to win a playoff game. That's in a hole. I mean, how much longer of a leash do you give Matt Shoemaker when he's going to give up these bombs and just barreling everything, giving up middle, middle on, on every pitch, you know, it's not, it's not feasible for a team. And that's part of it. You take advantage of the one-year deal like that. You know, you, you take advantage that you sign Shoemaker to a one-year deal and, and you can not cut bait on them, but just like try to find a solution and try to find someone who could fill in. And I think they are trying to do that with Domnack, getting him going. I'd like to see Loris Thorpe make a couple spot starts. Um, you know, my leash is short because I, my leash has not been very short with the twins period throughout this, the first month where they were really bad because I believe that they're a good team, and I think they've showed us over the last uh, five days and four out of the last five days that they are a good team. They have a great offense. Um, but my leash is short now with the rotation and the bullpen of just letting them continue to shoot themselves in the foot and hurt this team. You know, I think you have to assess and, and make changes based on what you've seen in the first month. I think the leash, like, it's not cut. It's not over. I think there's still a leash here where I want to see if Duffy can bounce back a little bit here. In his next couple outings, if Rodgers can be consistent, if Robles can maybe throw more strikes, maybe Alcala, you have something there, um, even though I don't trust him against most left-handers, and, and he can't consistently throw strikes either. So, you know, I still there's still a little bit of rope there, but, you know, I'm, it's not super long. I think they need to uh, need to make, make some changes uh, soon if they continue to see this in, in both sides of the pitching. Nice win tonight, though. Four out of five. Twins tomorrow. Kyle Gibson uh, versus Jay Happ. I think Happ's going to do well against all these left-handers in the Rangers lineup. We'll have a pot after the game tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Follow the show at LockedOnTwins. Another nice win for the Twins. They've turned it around. I don't want to say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. The Twins are back. Go Twins, baby.